The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie, live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio. This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago, the new home of the Chicago Bears. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Right, the Bears uh, blow a 12-point lead yesterday. By the way, is Snoop still not smoking? Or did we find out what the story was? Snoop Dogg said he was getting, you know, he was going to stop. Has the other blunt dropped? That's good. That was really good. Anybody? Oh, you guys okay. aren't so following he's, Snoop? He's uh, promoting smokeless fire pits. Uh, okay. Oh, see, it was a, uh, yeah, it was, it was a stunt. It was okay. a total advertising I just stunt. wanted to make sure. He reeled you in, Waddle. No, I mean, look. Smokeless why? Smokeless fire pits. <laughs> How can you, like, I know that they've had fire pits that have less smoke. How could you have a smokeless fire pit with a, without seen, a like, good fire pit? You know those, pet? like, uh, those outdoor ones that, um, they look almost electric, I think. I that, think that's what it is. It's not a real, I mean, that's not a good fire pit then. I mean... I have an, I have a, the gas fire pits that are just like nice to look at, but if you want a real fire pit, you got to you got to burn logs. You got to burn some logs. You got to have smoke for that. Got to have some smoke. Yeah, gotta now, have an axe. smoking logs. Now the better wood you get, you the less smoke you get. You got to wear flannel. Oh yeah. Oh, you're damn right. Yeah, you got to grow a beard. You have mm-hmm. some boots on. Have some boots on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it on the inside of the house. No, absolutely. Yeah. Just, you know, public service. Do it on the thing. outside. Yeah. I haven't burnt a good fire in a while. Got to be able to. Uh, you got to go in the backyard. You got to split the logs yourself for the firewood. Yeah. I don't think I made a fire the whole think, summer. I don't think. I don't think. Well, you should do I mean, it you, right. Do you make a fire in the summer? I haven't burnt a good fire. Oh yeah, in a while. yeah. We yeah. really? had a cool night. Yeah, absolutely. Really? In the you roast marsh- Yeah, you roast marshmallows with the kids. Cool yeah. summer night. Yeah. yeah. Get a fire pit going. Especially some of the fall nights are good nights well, for fall a fire. Is different. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to burn a fire when it's 90 during the day. Well, well not, not 75 not, at night. No, that's different. But like on some of the days that are like a 78 degree high and 60 degree low, yeah, you just go like with, a San Diego afternoon. Yeah, you go with a white T-shirt, no flannel that day for your fire pit. Yeah, look, one of those cooler nights, cooler summer nights. They're yeah. not all 90, but I know you, you would never do it with high humidity and no, high I'm heat. I'm not doing that. Um, so anyway, Bears lose. They blew another uh, another game. It was a historic loss, like we told you. If you missed the Matt Eberflus show, is there any other team in the league that has had like two or three historic things happen to them in the span of twenty seven or twenty eight games? Like, can you think of a team that? What about the Patriots recently? With with all the success that they've had, have they had some historic strat? Losses and stretches here, under, especially well, based under on, on how. The, yeah, I mean, but like when you have time of possession for forty minutes and a plus three turnover ratio, and lose a game, that's that's never happened before, right? Like we told you, Doug Coletti said it on the broadcast. I tweeted it out. If you want to see the tweet, it's on my timeline. Since nineteen thirty-two, no NFL team with three or more turnovers. Uh, win rate, a three or more turnover margin, and 40 minutes of time of possession had ever lost that game. Think about that. Like, 
First of all, it's very rare that a team gets 40 minutes of possession in any game. Yeah. Like, it's usually 35, 25. That's a, that's a big time of possession win. Yes. They won 40 to 20. And then they won the turnover margin battle. They were plus three. No team who had that had ever lost. Previously, there were 48 that had happened 48 times, and all teams that had that advantage were 48 no. The Bears are the first team in NFL history since they had been keeping these records since 1932 were the first team to lose. And then I mentioned earlier, kept this stat, too, in my phone, that when the Bears blew the 21-point lead against the Broncos, that tied the largest blown lead in Bears franchise history back in 2002 against the Patriots in 1953 against the Niners. And how many in a row is this L's in the division? This is, I believe 12? Carmen said 12 under Matt Eberflus. This is 9. 9. They're 0-9 yeah. uh, in the division. Nine times they've lost to division He's opponents. never won a back-to-back games. No. So, again, they had another chance. This would have ended the drought of division games. This would have ended the drought of a win streak. All, all if they would have finished this. I'm telling you, and I know you'll poo-poo this. Had they finished the deal up there, the narrative today would be so much different than it is. I th- I think the narrative is yeah. everyone could be back, including Justin. Are they finally getting it right? It would be we'd have a caller say the Bears are going to win ten games this year. Yeah, if had they won yesterday. Yeah. Well, we had a caller like, said they're still going to win nine. I know. I'm saying though that's it. I'm just telling and it would you, have like, imagine, felt more believable, though. Imagine, yeah, you know, right. consider yeah. where we are now in our discussion, where we would have been if they would have sealed the deal. If Tyler Scott runs under that football and they close it out. If Jalen Johnson secures just one of those interceptions oh, he drops. 97 yards for him and not just the Bears. We're talking about pay that man his money. Yeah. We're playing that. that that's, an, yes. that's, that's a rejoin today. Pay that man his money, and then we're playing the highlight of him running it back for a touchdown. Think about the narrative, how different it would have been if they would have just found a way to close that thing out. Yeah, and if Scott runs under that ball, think about the Justin uh, passing yards, too, how much bigger it is. He's over 200 at that point. Uh, Yeah. Do you know along with 100 yards receiving, when was the last time a quarterback threw for 200 yards and ran for 100 yards? Yeah, yeah. Sylvie, when you... You mentioned if you know how we would be playing a different rejoin if Jalen Johnson secures that interception. One of the things I cringe at, Matt Eberflus, when he was on earlier at two ten, it's the podcast is available if you missed it. But you asked him specifically about like what do you you know what do you tell your players? How do you what's the coaching point when you go to the sidelines and you don't make those plays? And I think he said something like, "Well, he's going to make that play next time." But the problem is, in the same game, he drops the pick six. Right. And then later in the, in the same game, he's an opportunity to make it. And he doesn't make the play. I, I, I get annoyed when we hear him say things like that because the coaching is hollow. It, it, you can say one thing, but if it's not actually tangibly happening on the field, you're just lying to everybody. Right. And when the positive coaching doesn't work over and over and you can't finish games, maybe it's time for a different, different way. I want to read you this. Martellus Bennett, I, I promise you this. Martellus Bennett got a lot of retweets yesterday. He's a former Bear. What was he? Was he here for two years? Three. He was here for three years, too. He was here Cuddy for... and Brandon Marshall, right? He was Wasn't here for it? 13, 14, and 15. That was a pretty potent offense. 13, with Matt that was fantastic. So they had Alshon, 
Um, Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall and Martellus with Matt Forte. I mean, that with Jay Cutler, one of his better years. And it was all was, under Trustman in his first J-Mac year. Was J-Mac part of that team, too? No, J-Mac, no. J-Mac was, was, I think J-Mac was gone before 2010. Was he? When was J-Mac's last year as a Bear? Because he was on the Super Bowl team, J-Mac. Okay. His last year was 2009. Yeah, okay, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. I get my errors mixed up quite a bit. It's okay. Yeah, look, you, you, you bled for the team. Uh-huh. That's, you did well enough. So uh, you, you won a Super Bowl for this team. It's you're alive. Yeah, eighty five. We'll never, we'll, we'll never let you uh, just go ahead. buy go you ahead. another meal in this town. Yeah. Never right. let me buy myself another meal. Yeah, you just okay. buy us meals. Okay. Here, <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. Here's what Martellus Bennett. There's a bunch of tweets. Bears ownership lacks futurism. The entire business model is built on selling the past. The eighty five Bears. They're always trying to recreate that old product. Instead of buying into and producing a new product, new tweet, the owners are okay with losing a game, but not the brand built on the past. The Bears need an entire rebrand, top to bottom, and they need ownership that is going to transition the organization into the future. New tweet. They never protect their players publicly. You can't trust the organization as a player because you can't relate to the leadership. They can't communicate with the youth. Here's another new tweet. Their audience is a legacy audience, and they're afraid of changing because they don't want to lose out on those legacy fans that make them money. Nostalgia is a great marketing tool. I'd be interested in seeing fan growth of the Bears. New tweet. The question is, who are the Bears of tomorrow? We're always pitched the Bears of yesterday. What are the plans of the future? The lack of of creativity is astonishing. Yesterday ain't winning today. Another new tweet. Doing what's best for your players is what's best for your franchise. Get creative and help them do what they do best. Coaches always want players to adapt, but never want to adapt their schemes for their players. A couple more tweets here. Chicago is one of the best cities to play in. It's effing great. But I don't see you getting stars who want to win to come there in the future because no one knows what the identity of the team or organization is. No real commitment to winning, especially if you keep that coach. And finally... The new Chicago probably lacks all connection with the Bears of today. The youth of Chicago favorite team probably isn't even the Bears. Look, I, I the first thing that I would say is is that I don't believe I, like I I think this team has struggled not because of their willingness or their desire to cling to the the 1985 Super Bowl team. It has been their historic ineptitude at hiring people in important positions. I don't get the feeling like their struggles now are are tied to their desire to want to continue to honor the 85 team. Like that may have been the case 15 years ago, but I don't think that's what's holding them back. The only fall back and lean on that is because they have had the lack of success over the that's last the 15 or 20 years. When they went yeah. to the Super Bowl that you referenced Sylvie with Jason McKee, this city was leaning into him. Everybody loved Brian Erlacher, you know, Alex Brown, Lance Briggs, 
We, Tommy Harris. But I don't, Miller, I don't feel like this city now consistently celebrates the 85 team. I think that everybody's moved Everyone's from sort of sick of it. Look, yeah. the 85 Bears get all the shine because there is no team since then. If there, if there was a team since then to have won, we'd celebrate more. He's, I said he's right and he's wrong. I've, always, I've never hesitated to point this out. The Bears are bad because it starts at the top. It, it, ownership has been flawed. And they've continually got this wrong because of their process on the way they have hired the people. It's not just them failing to hire the right people. It's the process of the way they do it. All of it. They, they hire the coach first. They hire the general manager second. And they hire the president third. They, hire, they, they draft a quarterback when the coaches and the general manager is about to get fired the following year. They never pair the coach and the quarterback in its first year together to grow. It is completely flawed, and they have completely mishandled it. This is, these are things that ownership has controlled. Is it because they lack futurism? I, I don't think that's the case. They do like they have not hired a bunch of former bears to run things. Right. Mark Tressman wasn't a former bear. Phil Emery wasn't a former bear. He was a scout. But uh, John Fox wasn't a former bear. Jerry Angelo wasn't a former bear. Lovey Smith wasn't a former bear. The current regime, Ryan Poles, he, like he one time was in a camp here, but he's not a former bear. Like if anything, they've hired all these former chiefs. I don't think it's because of their grasp of holding on to the past that's kept them down. They have conducted their business poorly. Yes. And they have gotten and they've hired things uh, backwards. And if they continue to keep Eberflus and then they draft a quarterback, they will continue to do these things backwards. Them bringing in Kevin Warren, and I don't know how in touch. Uh, Martellus is with the current situation. I don't know if he knows that Kevin Warren now is here. And my hope is that this man from the outside, one who was never a part of this team, never who was ever a part of this family, he's not an accountant inside the building. He's not a, a, a relative to the McCaskies. That he is a guy who ran the Big Ten, ran the Vikings as a COO. He is now in charge as the team president. That he will do business differently i don't believe it's because they're holding on to the past too much they just don't know how to run a football team correctly i think those are separate conversations by the way every nfl team and i would suggest every sports franchise professional sports franchise trades on their legacy of course the whole point uh, you know right. you, you 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 tap into the nostalgia and the warm and fuzzy feelings people had growing up their favorite players walter payton's a great bear you're not gonna if you're the chicago bears you're not going to ignore him right that would and, be and silly in itself and i think most smart fans most of us have always raged against us we've argued with will bonnie about it you don't have to run the ball and play good defense to win. You can go, we want to have a great offense, an offensive-minded coach, a quarterback who finally win, you win because of, and you go into the new generation of football. I don't need to win as a monster of a midway. No one, I just want to win. 
I don't think this has anything to do with clinging to the mystique of the 85 team. Right. I think this is historic ineptitude in hiring and executing a plan. And it has nothing to do with with being in love with something that happened 50 years ago. Now, I would want to know what he said. How long ago was it? It was a long time ago. It was 40 years ago. Four years ago. Almost 40, yeah. We'll be 40 years ago in 2025. I would like to know to him, how don't they defend their players? Now, Martellus body slammed Kyle Fuller, and he was suspended for a little bit. Did he want to be defended more? I don't know. Like, when that team in 14 was infighting, and that whole team was going after each other, and, and Cutler is fighting with B. Marsh, and... That team is coming apart at its seams. Like, who should have defended whom? Was that an was that an ownership issue? The coach was fired after two years. When he was here, that coach, they fired him after two years. So, he's right about ownership. And they have had missteps, and I'm hoping that the Kevin Warren move has fixed that. But the other ones, I would like to talk to Martellus and to give me real evidence about how have the Bears not defended their players. Do you? Do you? Like, I would you I, know? I, no, I'm. I have. I'm not privy to that. Uh, I don't know anybody that has had that message. Um, look, I, I know there are certain guys that don't have a great relationship that 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 should be fixed with the team. I know Olin doesn't have a good relationship with the team. He's one of the best players in recent history in the organization. But doesn't that go against what he's saying, yeah. too, like about the past? I, look, again, I, I don't think that they're preaching or pushing the 85 team on anybody anymore. In fact, I think some of that went away back when the 2000, like you said, when J-Max team went to the Super Bowl. I don't, I don't hear a lot of references to the... Yeah. To the 85 Bears. And I haven't for a long time. All right. We'll take your calls. 312-332-3776. We do have uh, Stink Schlereth has picked up the phone. Our good friend Mark Schlereth. He's busy, too, because he does a podcast, I think, with Trey. And he's probably going to be doing uh, that. And, like, this guy's been – we've been through the wars with with Stink. Because, like, I fought with him way back in the day about Cuddy. And we had him on recently about Larry Borum pooping his pants. Remember, we 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 turned to him – when we want answers, yes. and we, we, we turn to him once again. Stink, how are you? I am good. How are you guys doing? Always good to catch up with you guys. It is fantastic we to We wish hear our from team you. would uh, finally close the deal on a game every now and again, but outside of that, we're doing okay, Stink. Yeah, well, you know, you dominated for 55 minutes. Uh, <laughs> somebody just say, hey, say, they say it's their 60-minute games. They used to say that all the time before, you know, we kicked off 60-minute games, guys. But, uh, you know, and we can't, well, you can't expect to play great for 60 minutes. Right. So, I mean, eventually, eventually you're going to figure that out. We're working our way up. Right now we're at 56. Next week, maybe 57. At some point, we'll get to 60. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) We can always hope for It was a great broadcast with you and Adam Amin, as always. Um, did, Did the boys tell you why we're calling you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So here, Okay. okay, so I don't give it away yet. So we played this earlier. We this was going around in our text chains as soon as you said this. One of the things, of the things they can't put two guys in one hole, and there they are, right there. See all the guys. Now we talking yeah. football stink. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. it was, it's supposed to be. You can't. You can't. We used to always say can't put two asses in one hole. 
And so you can't say asses on a national broadcast. So I said, guys, and you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, I didn't even think about it at the time. But yeah, you know, I, mean, I could see where you could uh, you 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 could misconstrue the uh, football meaning of that uh, particular statement. But no, no, that's all football. That's all grimy stuff, right? Oh. Getting in there, getting dirty. Yeah, we were we were wondering, like, was that done intentionally as a double entendre? No, 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 that was not. As I said, also in that broadcast, uh, you know what? I don't even. I'm not even fluent in English, so uh, you know. I mean, there's. <laughs> you never know with me what's actually going to fall out of my mouth. So uh, there's always there is always that uh, there's always that time when you sit there and say, "Well, I, eventually I'm, I'm going to get myself fired by saying something stupid that I didn't even mean to." But are we, are we the no, fir- that one was not intentional. Are we the first ones that have brought this to your attention, or did you get some texts from friends? Uh, no, you guys are you guys are actually, but I you know I haven't. Uh, I've been so busy. I, I jumped on a plane and and I've got. Um, after Thanksgiving, I've got uh, a Panthers game, which, uh, as you can imagine, is a little bit like um, sorry to hear shoving that. bamboo shoots up your fingernails, right? <laughs> so, uh, so I sat on the plane. I sat on the plane on the way home from uh, Detroit and watched uh, Panthers tape, um, which, uh, yeah, that's why. So I didn't. I haven't looked looked at anything. But no, none of my buddies. None of my buddies texted me because they would be all over me. And a lot of times, I, I will tell you when I when I do like a Seattle game, there's always something in there that my buddies are going, okay, if you can get this into the game. And half the time, you know, half the time, it's like, dude, you guys are going to get me fired yeah. if I try to Give say that. Give us an example. So, Give us an example of something you've worked in in the past for your friends. Um. Oh shoot! I did a whole. I did a whole. Um. Eighties, like eighties. Um. Like progressive '80s, like alternative rock. Um, I think I got. I think I got in either eight band titles or or eight uh, lyrics. Okay. From uh, from '80s bands that uh, that you know we all we all grew up uh, loving that you know, that that genre of music. So I've done that. Uh, I've gotten in uh, the term baloney patch. Uh, <laughs> Let me see. What else have I gotten into a game? And to make it sound seamless. Uh, have your so, bosses you know, Have your bosses ever reached out to you on any occasion and said, hey, maybe tone it down a touch? Or they, no. No, they don't even know. Okay. They, like, it, it, it's just, yeah, it's just a game. You know, like, I don't know about you guys, but the only reason I do radio and television is to entertain myself. Like, if you don't like it, that's crap. I don't, I don't really care if you don't like it. I'm just trying to entertain myself. And so... Yeah, we've we've had a we've had a great time with a bunch of um, a bunch of different terms, and uh, we did a whole uh, list. I did a whole list for my listeners on the radio show of uh, just cringeworthy crap that Russell Wilson says, and I I, li- I got like five things in a broadcast of uh, you know of Russell Wilson cringeworthy comments. Um, and uh, it was it was just phenomenal. It was just f- like stuff from Subway commercial. Yeah, I was going to say the Subway commercial. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he has one that goes, "Here comes the airplane," and I worked that into a broadcast. <laughs> seamless. See, the thing is, it's all got to be seamless. Um, it's all got to be seamlessly done. Like so, for instance, there was a. Uh, I'll give you one of my '80s songs references. Um, Life in a Northern Town by Dream Academy. I think is. Is who sings life in a northern town, and um, it had snowed. It snowed Sunday morning, 
in Denver. We were doing a Denver game, snow Sunday morning, and by kickoff, it was sunny in 56. And so we were referencing, you know, we were referencing, you know, that thing. I go, hey, man, that's just life in a northern town, you know, sunny one more minute or snow one minute, sunny the next minute. And so, you know, it it was all it was all things that, okay, get this song in, get this song in, get this song in, get this song in. So that's great. um, Yeah, it's just and and you just got to find places to, to fit it in and make it. You know, make it sound not ridiculous. Do you, I have, guess. A, do you have another Bears game this year? Uh, as a matter of fact, I just got the rematch of Bears Detroit. Okay, in a couple Chicago. weeks. Okay, a couple weeks. Yeah. So, so, how about this? How about we have you on like the Thursday or Friday before, and we will give you a we'll challenge. Pitch you some thoughts. Yeah. Can we? Can we do? Yeah. Uh, can we do a stink challenge? Here, yeah. Here's what we. Here's what we do. We uh, we put it to your listeners. And we come up now. Don't get me fired, you no, know. No. But uh, it can be, it can be, you know, it can be on the edge a little bit. But uh, we'll find, uh, we'll find something, and then uh, we'll work it in the broadcast somehow, some way. That's awesome. His bu- hey. buddies get eighty songs for five hundred. Alex, we get you can't get two guys in one hole. Yeah, that's yeah. what we get. On we're ours. not, we're not going to bring up cups yeah. or anything no. like that. No, yeah, no, no, so. no, 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 no. It'll be fun. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll make it all happen. Does it mean know what time. you're doing as well? I'm assuming he he does know what you're doing at times. Um, no, not not really. Uh, a lot of not a lot of times. So, like, I got in. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I, I better be careful. Um, yeah, no, no, not really. I mean, sometimes, sometimes I'll tell the, sometimes I'll tell, I'll go into the camera meeting, uh, just to make the camera guys uh, chuckle. And I said, all right, here's what I'm going to do today, and I'll give the camera guys all the all the phrases that uh, I'm going to try to work into the broadcast, and they keep a tally sheet to see if I can get them all. So, yeah, there's. Yeah, occasionally we do that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Stink, you're the best. We appreciate you always freaking up the phone for us. Thank you. Any anytime. I remember, can't put two dudes in one hole. That's right. That's Just good advice. Good, yeah, good advice. Thanks, grimy. Stink. That is grimy. That is grimy. <laughs> See you there. <laughs> grimy. Later. <laughs> right, He's so, the best, man. So, so that's December 10th. So we have uh, the Vikings game. Then we have the bye. And then the Detroit game. Right. So we will have him on like the 8th or the 7th. And then that week, we will challenge the listeners to come up with a good theme for the Stink Challenge. Yeah. So we can work in some stuff for the broadcast based on our request. I'm shocked. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought that he did that. Intentionally, one of the things they say you can't put two guys in one hole, and there they are, right there. See all the guys. <laughs> See, See I all thought, the guys. Yeah. and then the follow up. See all the guys. <laughs> I thought he did it intentionally. Me too. He can always put his hands up yeah, and go. No, I'm talking ball. It's football. Talking yeah, ball with the hogs, man. It's Waddle and Sylvie. <laughs> the good. It's gone. Oh my God. The bad. That is so bad. That is absolutely. Dirty. I'm talking about nasty. Uh, wow, so many stories are running through my head right now. Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. All right, the good, the bad, the dirty. Our recap of the weekend. Anything we ran into. Brought to you by our great friends and partners at Finishing Chicago. Go around the room, Tyler and Meller with Waddle and me. One thing good, one thing bad, one thing that we perceived as dirty. Waddle, what's your good? I have a theme for today's good, bad, and dirty. Uh, my good is Tommy DeVito, 246 yards throwing, three touchdowns, no interceptions as the Giants. 
beat the Commanders for their third win of the year, which is fantastic because it helps us protect the Carolina pick. It was great. So not only is it good, and not only am I praising Tommy DeVito. Two-game lead now. Yes, but also the Giants winning is very helpful. So that was more than good. It was great. So now when they play in a couple weeks, we need uh, the Patriots to beat the Giants. Yes. For them to get their third win. Yes. That's what's next on the docket. Uh, My good is uh, Dennis Rodman getting honored at uh, Saturday night's Bulls game. I don't know if you saw this. It probably went under the radar. But he brought out the game ball to the officials. And I I even would have liked more of an ovation. But it was a good ovation. Dennis Rodman deserves it. I wish they would retire his number. I know he was here for only three years. But when you produce three championships and and you do what he did, uh, I'm a fan of that. Um, but I, I, the number one thing here is the good, the love that Bulls fans did show Dennis Rodman before the Heat game. Uh, it was awesome. And, uh, I lo- and he, of course, he got emotional. The cameras followed him into the tunnel. And uh, we've we've had experiences with Dennis Rodman with Lunch with a Legend, but I loved watching that guy play basketball. Yes, he could be a little dirty at times, yeah, but he was a hell of a basketball player. Boys, what do you have? What's your good? I'm gonna have to audible because Waddle, I was uh, simpatico with you, my friend, share thinking it. the we same thing. I do want to say, how about that Saquon? Did you see Saquon Barkley's touchdown catch on the first the his first yeah. touchdown catch? I mean. It was ridiculously awesome. But I will uh, go ahead and uh, change my good to how about the performance by one Brock Purdy. Became just the third quarterback in San Francisco 49ers history to register a perfect QB rating of 158.3 after his 333 yards and three touchdowns. No interceptions. Do you guys know the other two who have done it? The per like uh, the perfect QB rating in San Francisco 49ers well, Joe history. Mo- Joe Montana was Correct. the last, I believe. Yes. Well, I, I don't think he was the last. Oh, not the last. Jeff Garcia. No, it was Steve Young. Okay, it's so good. It was, it's it was good was company to be in, and I continue to think if they're healthy, they are the best team in football. The 49ers. They just lost uh, their safety to an I know. ACL. I know. You're, you're right. Yes, they did. And uh, the well, uh, is he a good player? He is. But nevertheless, when they have their skilled position players going. Yeah. And Trent Williams, they're awesome. Hard to beat. Amen. The trade deadline was extended. You could trade them Eddie Jackson right now. That's true. What do you got, uh, Tyler? Uh, my good came on Saturday, and that was Bo Nix and his six first-half touchdowns against Arizona State. And somehow, he lost ground in the Heisman race. He was the favorite heading into the day, and he lost ground. Jaden Daniels is now the favorite from LSU because he put up eight touchdowns. Wow. Combined And, again, the, the competition was a little bit different. Jaden Daniels went against Georgia State. Bo Nix went against Arizona State. But still, how do you lose ground for throwing six first-half touchdowns in the Heisman race? Can I make a, can, like a, a rule pitch, too, that I don't understand why these big teams are playing the cupcakes this late in the season. I used to argue with Abdallah on this. I don't like it. Florida State had North Alabama. And who did Alabama have? Didn't they? Alabama have... played Chattanooga. Yeah, a let, lot of them let... like to do it because they want a little tune-up game, something you don't have to worry about before rivalry week. How does that help 
the football fan. Well, here's what it does. It takes out a game that you would have to play against them earlier in the season. Like uh, LSU, LSU played Florida State in the first week of the yeah. game season. We always complain about the opening weeks having terrible slates. It's so disappointing to, 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 to turn on the games and to see these games in the middle of November as a fan. You're going to get the big one next weekend. Oh, I know. Can't wait. I already I'm made the traveling. Michigan play. I made Did the you? Michigan play a week ahead of time. Really? What's the number, five? It was... Uh, well, it's down I think, to three and a half oh, now. Oh, wow. It's, it's down. Oh, well, I made a play. <laughs> it was like Michigan minus six. You bought, you bought high, huh? I bought high. Wow. I got to double down on that now. And you're always <laughs> mad at GMs for selling high, and so he bought the I, line I, high. Yeah, I think they're going to take it to him. I thought, he just, You know what? He just did an AK right there. He just AK'd himself. I did. I bought Vooch. I gave up two uh, lottery picks for Michigan. And a player. That what? is going to be some drama. Did you uh, give your uh, bat? I uh, know. My bat is the commander's performance against Tommy DeVito and the Giants. You just ruined my day. Oh, my uh, God. Why? No, I'm I, finding out what the line yeah. is. Yeah, uh, like, the uh, the commanders are now four and seven, and uh, I'm not so sure our guy Ron Rivera is going to be long in his spot there. But how in the world, if you're the the Washington Commanders, and you're clinging to any type of hope of anything, do you allow the Giants and Tommy DeVito to come into your building and and put it on you? That's not good. Not That's good bad. at all. No, no. My bad is um, Zach Levine. And uh, his performance after the game on Saturday. Look, the Bulls want to trade you, and you finally win a game, and you already are are known as an empty calorie scorer and maybe somebody who doesn't lead to winning games, and then your team actually wins a game, and you don't want to be a part of being on the court and celebrating with your team, and you storm off like a diva. Uh, and then you ignore the PR person who you had, whether or not you want to do the pre the post game interview. Like, what about your teammates? What about your team? You finally won a basketball game. Are you what? What? How is that a good look? It's a team you want to get traded to. Doesn't he want to play for Miami? How? What does Miami think? Is you you storm off the court like a like a toddler not getting his way? I mean that. I, I think it's bad all the way around. I've been so disappointed by Zach Levine in the last year and a half. Are we playing the Heat tonight, minus yeah. one and a half. Um, Bounce back. That was sort of the I would think what you would do, but I just bought Michigan high. So. <laughs> Sylvie wants to wait until he can lay a point and a half. I, I don't, th- I don't right think now, I Sylvie, I can sell you Miami minus one and a half. But if it goes to Miami minus four, then we dive in, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how tonight's going to play out. I have no clue anymore. Dale and Terry is a game time decision. Oh, as is no. Alex. Who's going to dance, Waddle? Caruso again is a game time decision, which means he'll probably play. Okay, well that's my bad. What do you got? <sighs> uh, Sylvie's Brendan Staley's not your dirty, is he? Oh no, you could play because okay, yes, because I, I said it on Friday when I made the Chargers my love. I knew I was doing it, and it yeah. was a bad call. I said it at the time. I was disappointed in myself. And Brandon Staley and the Chargers cough up what should have been. And listen, I'm glad the Packers won. They take themselves out, you know, a little bit more out of the pick, the race for number one. But nevertheless, Quentin Johnston dropping what should have been a touchdown, and Brandon Staley defending himself in the post game press conference. This defense has struggled 
difficult year and stage back to when you got there and you, you still haven't made any kind of significant changes. Do you, when you keep saying the same things and doing the same things, you, you still, I guess, why? I have full confidence, like I, t- I told you, and like I told you from the beginning, I have full confidence in our way of playing. Full confidence in myself as the play caller and the way that we teach and the way that we scheme. Full confidence in that. we got to bring this group together and do it consistently, okay? And that's where it's at. So you can stop asking that question, okay? I'm going to be calling the defenses, okay? So we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. Until you're not, until you're fired. Yeah. It's only a matter of time. I would say... If anything should stop, how about you stop losing games by three points, like in the last couple of minutes of games? Like, there's no reason they should have lost that game in Green Bay. That's a much more talented team. Go in there and whip their ass. Like, the Chargers keep on chargering under Brandon Staley. It's, Boy, it's did ter- you see the... And then, the he's, and then he's lecturing people? Did you see the drop late by Quentin Johnston? Yes, that was terrible. Oh, my gosh. It's a touchdown. Yeah. Crazy. What do you got, Tyler? My bad is the production from Fox on the Bears and Lions game. Not Adam Amin or Stink Schlereth. They were fantastic as usual. Oh, the clock? But the clock oh. was going out yeah, in the final was... two minutes of drives. And then also, it was weird, yes. How about the quick flash over to Creighton, Nebraska women's basketball? That was early, wasn't that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think first quarter. I yeah. thought Yurko had switched the station. I'm like, what's going on in here? How does all of that even happen? And I don't understand. It was literally only in the under two-minute portions of halves that the clock goes out. Pretty much the only time you're ever watching the clock in a game is the under two minutes of a half. And that's when the clock conveniently goes out. But they left the play clock up there, and people were confused, like, oh, is there 30 seconds left in the game? And the thing was bouncing all over the place, too. It, was, it had the wrong time for a good amount of it. It was an absolute disaster. You know what? Stink Schlereth was out there, you know, goofing around. He was working the clock. Too. Yes, he yeah. was. Yeah. What happened? You know what? You can't have two guys working that clock. <laughs> uh, clock leads, right? leads to trouble. I, I did, yes. What, what's your dirty? Uh, my dirty. Let's go back to Washington and FedEx Field where after the game, <laughs> there was no hot water. Yeah, well, that was a Daniel Snyder move, but I thought they're owned by like people who care about that. I, I know. Like, How can there not that, be hot water in a stadium? I guess what they said was is that they could they could get it going. They had to reset stuff, but it was going to take an hour or two. The guys just like, screw that. I'm just not going to take a shower. That was the old Red Auerbach trick, yeah, right? Yeah, like in the old Boston Garden yeah. in the 80s. Well, where do you think Magic Johnson got it from? Oh. That's, he's the new guy. He's so the man, way, new man so in charge. Was, but I thought it was in the commander's locker room, too. It was everywhere. So Tommy DeVito comes in, kicks you in the nuts, you lose, and nobody can take a hot shower that's, afterwards. That's terrible. It's awful. Did you uh, did you hear Giannis over the weekend? I sent I you guys this. Is funny. This is uh, this is my dirty, and uh, this this joke has become really just accepted everywhere. Yes, because the Bucks even tweeted this out. Giannis talking about how many games are left in the season. What's the game today? First, man, come on, man, we got sixty-nine more games. Sixty-nine. I like that number. I like that number. Sixty-nine, huh? He was like, kind of like I thought a, he was going to take his shirt off. He was a little creepy with that, the way he said that, too. Giannis, a little dirty with the amount of games left in the NBA. I like, I like that number. 69. I like that number. 
I, he said it like he was creepy. Very I like that comment. He's 69, huh? He had like this the creepy kind of look on his face when he said and, it, and too. And then he said it again, yes. I thought he was just going to give us the subtle nice, but but he he, he really accentuated it. All right, Mallor, wrap us up, you and Tyler. I don't know what I got, boys. I just love the fact that I got Eagles Chiefs. I don't know how if this is going to be a dirty, fantastic game. I cannot wait for tonight. I so, hope so. Uh, I am so psyched for this. This may be the best game left on the schedule. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be the best NFL game of the season, but like on paper, you've got a Super Bowl rematch. You've got Taylor Swift meeting uh, Travis Kelce. The parents meeting together tonight on Monday Night Football. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman on the call. I got the Peyton Eli Manning cast as well. I cannot wait. This is going to be wait, a fantastic it, evening of football. This boys. is probably a dumb question. I'll, mm-hmm. say, I'll save the question for afterwards well, at the next stop. Go ahead. My dirty is kind of stems off of what Miller's bad was, but not only did Quentin Johnston drop the ball, there were four other critical drops in that game by Chargers receivers. Justin Herbert was the highest rated PFF quarterback this week, and they lose to the pa- uh, you, to the Packers. Do you see yeah. the drop that Keenan, Keenan Allen, Allen had? Right now, that was at the a rifle. Zone. Like that was a one hundred three. But chest. <laughs> still got to come down with it. I Keenan know. Allen got to make that catch. Yeah. Did you? Uh, and I'll, I'll share this with you coming up next. One, I want to uh, tell you, I want to ask you the question about tonight's coverage of that Swift stuff. Then I also want to ask you guys um, about what you were just talking about in that game. Uh, coming up next with, with uh, the Chargers. Did you hear what Dan Campbell and another player of the Lions said about the Bears in comparison to the Chargers? No. I'll share that with you coming up next. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. I read this in Biggs' column today in the Tribune that last week Dan Campbell had mentioned that he felt, even though like a lot of times coaches can talk up their opponent that they're currently playing in more glowing terms, they just played the Chargers, and he said that he felt the Bears were a more talented team. Really? That they had more talent. So Biggs went to Anzalone after the game, after they pulled out the win, and he said, hey, Campbell said this. Was this really the truth, or, or do you believe that they're more talented? He goes, absolutely. He goes, he goes I think the Bears have good personnel and are better than the Chargers. And he rattled off the players that he likes on the Bears. And he says, I think they're a more talented team than the Chargers. So who did he rattle off? What names did he rattle off? A lot of guys on defense. He says he trains with Tyreek Stevenson, so he knows him. He's obviously older than Tyreek Stevenson. Um, He mentioned how they just got sweat. Mm -hmm. Um, He talked about DJ Moore. Um, The whole quotes on Bigsy's article in in the Tribune, but... You know, he, he's an interesting guy, Anceloni, and yeah. one of their better players. But it's, it, whatever, whatever Look, you I think. I think the like, Bears they, have some, uh, like, there is some talent on the team. There's yeah, no question right. about it. They should be better. Yes. They should be definitely better. And then the other part, uh, so Sean tweeted me, and I guess someone called. Uh, Taylor Swift will not be at the game tonight. So Why they not? won't. She is, was doing her tour in Brazil. Uh, there was a fan, you know, they had lots of heat down there. And I think one, a fan died in the heat. Oh my gosh. So it forced her to cancel one of the concerts, and she's doing the makeup show tonight. Gotcha. 
So, yeah, it was a tragedy down there. Um, and my question was going to be, would, this is a dumb question. Would they have met? Would they have scheduled to do the meeting if tonight's game wasn't on Monday Night Football? It's a good question. I don't a, know. A, a made-for-TV meeting. Oh, I think with not only that, not just Monday Night Football, but with Jason being on the other side of the ball, too, I think it was right. the perfect scenario right. for Both them. Kelsey brothers. Yes. I think it was absolutely intended for the public stage. It's interesting. Pop culture. Well, well, they know how to do it. You oh, know? yeah. Like, while, while they joke that the NFL is scripted, they do know how to script certain stuff. Of course. They know exactly who they're pandering to right now. It's a large group of people. You get all eyes. All eyes on the NFL. I just hope this isn't a stinker of a game. Like, I have a lot of expectations for it. I'm very interested in it. TV2 on the Bulls. You know the Bulls are going to come through if the football game's a stinker. What, your TV2 is where the Bulls are going to be, or the game's going to be on TV2? TV no, Bulls are on TV2, and just in okay. case the football yeah. game's a stinker, you, you switch them. You switch them. I don't think there's anything that could happen in the, in the Eagles game. Chiefs game that would put TV yeah put Bulls that. in TV one yeah mm, okay uh, your thoughts on what happened with the Bears yesterday three one two three three two three seven seven six we'll give you our thoughts Aki's got his A list questions about yesterday's game that we will get to coming up next.